Because the truth of the matter is that people will never stop buying. Why? Why would people never stop buying? Because they will always have a need. People buy because there is a need. There is a language to selling. There's knowledge that we need to obtain in order to sell effectively, as well as there is knowledge that we need to learn to understand customers as a whole. You are listening to the Faith in Biz Pod. I am your host, Jayla. And in this space, we unpack different ways on how to convert your business idea into a movement channel. If you are looking for a breakthrough in your business, I invite you to stay a while. Grab your tea and your water because it's about to get real. You ready? Let's grow. Hey guys, grace and peace to you all. This is your host, Dela. Welcome to the Faith in Biz pod. I formally welcome you to our first official episode in our season four. If you did not get the opportunity to listen to the trailer, I encourage you to go back and listen because there are some things that we are doing very different in this season. In today's episode, I want to dive into talking about different factors that I believe that is very important for every business owner or aspiring business owners to know. In today's age, when we're starting our business, we tend to look on social media and even go on Google to see how to do every step of our business pretty much. And so what I have learned and what I have seen was there are some underlying things that you won't see that other entrepreneurs are talking about or that other businesses are revealing. There's some underlying things that you may have to experience yourself like I had that Google won't tell you, okay? Google won't tell you those things that is causing you to go around in circles and making you feel stuck, making you feel ashamed because you're illiterate to some areas that causes your business to grow, feeling embarrassed because you don't know how to hire someone for your business, or perhaps you come from a background or family that promotes do-it-yourself, and that's what you've been used to. So when it comes to you starting your business or aspiring to start your business, it's hard for you to think partnership. It's hard for you to think investment. It's hard for you to think releasing control so that you can build an effective team to get you where your business needs. Whatever that might be for you, there are some underlying factors that are not spoken about. And here are four that I believe will change the trajectory of your business if you apply it. Number one, evaluate the problem that your business is solving. Before starting a business or before moving forward, in your current business right now, you have to understand that your business is solving a problem. What makes your business is that you are solving a problem or a pain. You have to evaluate, is that problem really a problem that the people are facing right now? Is your business solving a real problem right now? 
Is this a need right now? Is Pancake LLC a need right now? And how can we convert Pancake LLC to be a real problem? Perhaps we can do Pancake delivered straight to you, LLC. Proverbs 31, 16. It says, she considereth a field and buy it. With the fruit of her hands, she planted a vineyard. So this scripture tells us that before buying, before moving, before stepping into the new level, she, the Proverbs 31 woman, she considered. So this is what this step is telling us to do. Evaluate, consider. What are you solving? What is the problem? What do the people need right now? Am I solving a real problem? Number two. Pursue discipline. We have to make that executive decision in our mind that we are going to do what it takes in order to grow this God-given business. And part of that has to do with planning. Like you, your mind has to be made up because if your mind is not made up, you're going to be swayed to the left and to the right. And the season may take you out whether you see it coming or not. I've learned in this past year that if you have not made the decision in your mind to be disciplined to your business and to what God has called you to be or do, you are going to face some hardships that may be unnecessary. You may you could dodge that road by just being disciplined and making up your mind to follow the Lord and what he needs you to do in your business. So part of being disciplined helps you because you have to do your homework. A good business owner or an entrepreneur is someone that has discipline, is diligent, but also does their homework. Meaning that you have to know your goals. What are your business goals for this year? Can you predict the next three months of your business? What are your customers need from you right now? What is the top selling service or product in your business right now? What is happening in your current market industry that you are losing clients to your biggest competitor? Who are your competitors? Proverbs 21 and five, the thoughts of the diligent, tend only to plenteousness, meaning you have plenty, an abundant supply, more than you can ever ask, think, or even imagine. So discipline is something that we should strive to. Diligence is something that we should strive to. And we should be ready to do our homework, not just one time, but have that mentality that we're always ready to do homework and we're continuously doing homework in our business because our business solves a problem and if we're solving the right problem the customers will continue to come back and how we keep the customers coming back is making sure that we continue to do our homeworks whether we're in march whether we're in december we still got what you need okay if we're in december we got a little snow hat with it if we in march we got a little flower on top of it we have to be in constant re Research mode, which requires discipline, diligence, and homework. Number three, we must pursue or ask the Lord to obtain a growth mindset. This right here is so important. I need you to highlight that. 
We serve a God that is all about growth. Everything concerning the Lord points back to growth. Mark 11 verses 12 to 14. It says, now the next day when they had come out from Bethany, he was hungry. This is talking about Jesus and seeing from afar a fig tree having leaves. He went to see if perhaps he would find something on it. In other words, he was looking for growth. When he came to it, he found nothing but leaves for it was not the season for figs. In response, Jesus said to it, let no one eat fruit from you ever again. This says to us that there is no season that should hinder our growth. Our growth should be able to survive and continue to grow through the seasons. In fact, you shouldn't, if you were a leaf this season, you shouldn't be a leaf the next season. I should come back and expect a fig. And if there is no fig on this tree, then may no one eat from you ever again. So now that we know that growth is important, we also have to consider two factors that would help our businesses grow. Number one is understanding selling and understanding your customers. There is a language to selling. There's knowledge that we need to obtain in order to sell effectively, as well as there is knowledge that we need to learn to understand customers as a whole. Because in order to understand our customers, we understand just customers as a whole. And when I say customers, I really just mean people. Because the truth of the matter is that people will never stop buying. Why? Why would people never stop buying? Because they will always have a need. People buy because there is a need. But those type of things you won't really understand if you don't study the language in selling and also in people, customers. Number four has to be my absolute favorite. If you don't know your numbers, you don't know your business. It's that simple. And that is quoted from Marcus Lemonis, who is the investor that leads the CNBC show called The Profit. Look it up. You're going to be blessed abundantly. I absolutely love this man. He is one of my business mentors that I follow and I, I watch from a distance. Like he has helped my business financially so much and we have never had a conversation. So what I mean by this is that Though many of us are so eager to make money in our business, it is just as important to have a proper bookkeeping system so that you can track how much is coming in and how much are coming going out. Besides the fact, you also want to know your revenue. You want to know your profit. Like how much does it cost to make this one cookie? And how much are you making off this one specific cookie? All of that matters. Your financial report matters. And if you don't know your numbers, you do not know your business. So that is a homework all in itself for a lot of us listening because we as entrepreneurs, as small business owners, as much as we don't want to look at the real numbers, we have to. If you want to grow, you have to know your numbers. If you want to be a multimillionaire or if you want your business to be the best business in the world, it, it starts with knowing your numbers. And if you don't know your numbers, 
you don't know your business. Last year, how much did you bring in? What was your revenue? Did more leave? Did more came in? How do you compare that? How are you tracking your your bookkeeping? Do you have a system right now for your bookkeep for your bookkeeping in your business? All of these key factors are so important. Proverbs twenty eight and twenty two says, "He that hasteth to be rich hath an evil eye, and considereth." not that poverty shall come upon him. To be hasty is to be in speed, to do it fast, to want it to do it quick. This quick get rich quick scheme is what we call it nowadays. That is what the word hasty means. And so this scripture is suggesting that if you are hasty, then you have an evil eye. In other words, your motives are wrong. Your motives are off. The, the desires of your heart is a little off because you want to do it so fast. You want to get there quick. And the, the second portion of the scripture says, and consider if not that poverty shall come upon him. So if you're hasty, then that can, that can also draw poverty towards you. Because the truth of the matter is that when you're doing things quick, there's a lot of in-between lessons that you miss that will help you sustain what you are gearing to. So this scripture is so key because it tells us if you are if you do it too quick, you might be poor. All right, let's go for a quick recap before we close today. So number one, evaluate the problem that your business is solving. Number two, pursue to have discipline as well as diligence and a studious mind number three pursue to obtain a growth mindset which i will plug in that this should also be a prayer that we pray in our secret time with the lord ask the lord to give you a growth mindset if you feel that that is something that you lack in And lastly, number four, know your numbers. (laughs) You're going to say this and you're going to remember this because this right here was like a wake up call for me a few years ago when I first heard Marcus Lamoni say this. If you don't know your numbers, you don't know your business. Well, guys, that brings us to the end of today's show. If you have found value in today's discussion, please rate and review us on Apple Podcasts or on Spotify. And be sure to come back next week for another discussion on how to take your God-given business idea into a movement. Until then, this is your host, Dela. And don't forget, if God brings you to it, He will bring you through it.